Words are powerful. They can heal or hurt, innovate or destroy, cure us, bring us down, and then bring us right back up again. The words we choose evoke feelings and responses in ourselves and those who hear us on a daily basis. They can even, if we are wise, be life-saving. Welcome to There's a Word for That, a podcast that explores a different word or expression each week in our relationship to it. I'm your host, Suzanne Dressler, and thank you for joining me on this journey. Hello, lovely humans. Thank you for tuning in to episode 22 of Toft. Our word is obsessed. One of the best and most fulfilling aspects about having a podcast centered around guests and words is that I personally learn a tremendous amount every time I interview someone. Hearing someone else's perspective on a word and their own life experiences related to it has expanded my own mind and viewpoints in so many ways. I truly grow as a human every week just through my interviews and phenomenal guests, and I really do mean that. I'm not just saying that. Along this vein, I wanted to bring on two very special women, Tina Scariano and Alex Ferreira, the hosts of the podcast Obsessed with the Best. They started their own show this past year in quarantine, and I believe have turned the word obsessed into a message of joy, happiness, and even excitement. I loved uh, talking to them about their favorite obsessions from food to movies to makeup products. We had tremendous fun and I am confident that you will enjoy their take on life and feel excited yourself about being alive while listening to this episode. Enjoy Obsessed and as always, feel free to contact us with comments, suggestions, and feedback. We have Alex and Tina from the podcast Obsessed with the Best. Thank you girls for coming on the show to talk about the word obsessed. Tell me how you met and how this podcast came into fruition. Well, (laughs) how we met, well, two two parts story. How we met is we were lucky enough to have mutual friends. So we have these mutual friends that we love so much, Amanda and Jordan, and we actually became roommates, but before we became roommates, we actually, and we tell this story in our pilot episode, but we met in a spin class. Which one? Well, see, I'll, I don't want to tell the whole we, story. Okay, Tina, so how about you pick it up? <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were kind of like set up on like a friend date. So our, our mutual friend, Amanda, she was like, okay, I think you guys would just totally hit it off. I need to set you guys up. And it was a total friend date, blind date. And she said, why don't the three of us all take a spin class together at Crunch Fitness? Because that's where we were all members at the time. And so Alex and I said, okay, sure. And as luck would have it, all the trains did not work in Amanda's favor that day. And so Alex and I had never met, but Amanda at the last minute said, I can't make it. I can't get up. The train's not running. I can't make it. Have fun at the spin class. So I I remember it was like a dark room and it was like, kind of, are you Alex? Are you like totally like a blind date? (laughs) Like, I was going to say, I can't make it, girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so then it was like, I, yeah, okay, well, I guess we're going to take this class together. And then we just hit it off. And I, the, the icebreaker, Alex is really responsible for the icebreaker because she was like, I have to tell you something. As we like get on the bike and I was like, what? She's like, I just came from a Brazilian wax and I don't know how I'm going to do this spin class. <laughs> Alex, I love you. I love the fact that you told a total stranger about your right? 
JJ. That's amazing. And I was instantly like, this is, this is my best friend. I love her. And, and how was that? How did you do a spin class? After it was terrible. Also, here's the funny thing. I hate spinning. I love exercise. I love Zumba. I love 305, Body by Simone, bar classes, yoga, Pilates, really? like hiking, like you name it. I hate spin bikes, but our friend... Oh, it's so interesting. I mean, people either love it or hate it. I don't yeah. like being confined. I don't like my feet being strapped in. I like knowing that I can run away if I need to. There's probably a bigger issue there. But you got a Brazilian one. <laughs> right, <in laughs> case, right, exactly. So I don't, I don't even like spinning and I cannot with the spin bike and I didn't even want to go, but Amanda was like, oh, but this class you'll love, this class you'll love. But thank God I did because I meet this person, Tina, who is obviously supposed to be in my life for one way or another, because then soon after that, it wasn't right after, but soon after we have an opening and I'm living this apartment with a bunch of people as is your twenties in New York city being an artist. And we had a room open up. And Tina needed a place to live. And then we became roommates. And so the second part of the story is we became roommates during pretty tumultuous 20 something New York years, Mm. living in Washington Heights with a bunch of roommates, breakups, Mm -hmm. trying to get businesses, careers really going, no money. Like we lived together during those years. So so we got to know each other real quick. Yeah. Interesting. So where did this whole obsessed with the best or how did the podcast come about? Did it, you sort of, cause didn't you start off just doing YouTube videos or videos in general on it, right? We, yeah. So Tina and I have really bonded over having kind of a multifaceted career or being curious about a lot of things. We both right. work, we have both been producers, actresses, singers, makeup artists, kind of all in different ways and all at different times. But we really bonded over kind of being the creative multi-hyphenate type. And so in our lives, we would always talk and we would be each other's touchstones and talk about what are you using on set? What are you watching? What are you reading? What are you drinking? What are you doing? Mm. And we decided to have that conversation on Instagram live during quarantine once a week. And then a production company that Tina had worked with saw our Instagram live show and said, Hey, this would make a great podcast. And we jumped in. And really when we first started, we, it was originally called Alex and Tina's favorite things. I saw, I remember. Yeah. When we first, first started, it was only supposed to be like one time. It was at the very beginning of the pandemic. We thought, you know, do you want to just get on and, and chat? And we'll do it live and we'll talk, well, you pick three products, I'll pick three products and we'll talk about why we love them. And it was like right at the beginning of quarantine, we were looking for things that would bring us joy, that would bring our friends joy. And then we got such a positive reaction. Everyone was like, come back next week. That'll be really fun. And so we came back next, the next week. And then we've been going every single week since April with this show. And when did it change from Tina and Alex's favorite things to Obsessed with the Best? For season two. For season two, you know, season one was about, okay, we didn't set out to do a podcast. What is a podcast? How do we do this? Do we like this? Are we going to keep this up? Are we going to commit to it? And then season two is really like, we love this. We can talk to each other for hours. We don't feel like it's work. We have so much fun. Let's do it. Let's get a professional photo shoot. Let's create more of a show title that's bigger than ourselves that will let us grow and have guests and talk about other topics. So yeah, we came back for season two, which we're currently in right now with Obsessed with the Best with Alex and Tina. And how we came up with the name is we were, we said, okay, we're gonna have a brainstorming session. Let's get together and just sit and brainstorm. So we opened up our favorite wine, Oyster Bay Sauvignon Blanc. That's like <laughs> a 
the best classic staple for us. That's what we had all living together. So we opened a bottle of wine and we sat down at Alex's kitchen table and we were like, okay, what do we want? What do we want it to say? What do we want it to be? Well, we, we want it to be the best. Like we wish we could just the best of the best. That's what we really wanted, but that's taken. Everyone has that name. That's, you know, I mean, we needed a name that wasn't already taken. Okay. Well, what, what do people say? I mean, it took us a long time. It took us a few hours to come up with it. We went around and around and around. We had lists and lists and lists. We thought, okay, we, we outsourced to our friends. We said, what, what words do you hear us say a lot? What phrases do you hear us say a lot? A lot of feedback we got was like, you guys say that you're obsessed all the time. That you're like, I'm so obsessed. So we were like, obsessed, obsessed, obsessed. Okay, we want to be the best. I mean, and finally it came together as one thing, but it took us it took us a few hours to like really come up with obsessed with the best. And I can't remember who said it. One of us said it and we both went, oh, is that it? Wait, that's it. That's it. You said it. You said it. Oh, I you said it. Okay, we great. Had, we, you said it. We had a list of, we liked obsessed and we were like obsessed in the city, obsessed in the something, obsessed. And then finally Tina was like obsessed with the best. And I was like, <gasps> because it's also so as we were saying before, it's so, because obsessed can have a negative connotation like OCD, right? Obsessive compulsive yeah. disorder. And people often, you know, connote obsessed with the negativity. And it doesn't, like, the name obsessed with the best automatically makes it positive. It makes whatever well, you talk yeah. about. Yeah. And I think it also is like a reflection of our, our generation, too. I feel like so much of our language has taken opposites and flipped them. Like, like, I know the, the young kids are like, that's sickening. Like, that's so sick, <laughs> that's you know, sick. which yeah, yeah, like yeah, sick yeah. is technically a bad term, but it actually means good, you know, or, or things like that. So it's like obsessed is now this like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with you. I'm obsessed with this. It's, it's become this sort of common word for anything that you love. I have, I never thought of it that way. That makes sense because people like when I hear my parents use that word, I don't think they mean it in a positive way. Right. Mm -hmm. It has totally changed. And I feel like the way we use it is what are we obsessed with? What can we not wait to talk about so much that it's just the, the information is going to spill out? Like, what are we right. so excited to share about that something that is solving a problem for us? Something like the, an amazing movie, a cocktail, a workout, a book, a, a person that we're excited to interview. What are we so excited about that we like literally just can't wait to share it? So obsessed I feel like that's kind the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So so Tina, what are like three episodes you've done? Each of you tell me. Tina, tell me your three favorite obsessions that you focused on in the podcast. And then Alex, tell me your three favorite obsessions or your three favorite episodes or something that you're particularly obsessed with in a, you know, excited way. Okay. Okay. I think Alex and I might have similar favorites, but my favorites have been, my absolute favorites have been the bonus episodes that we've done. So the ones that weren't on the lives. So we've got oh. bonus episodes that are just available on the podcast. Those are in season one. And we talk about, there's two different episodes where we talk about one is our dating lives in university. <laughs> and then we have another one about odd jobs that we've had because we've both had a million jobs. Right. We also have a and a and like all those extra ones where we get to just, you know, riff for as long as we want. And then our wonderful producers edit it all together. Those have been really fun. But my favorite products, I think have been the ones that have had like stories attached to them or really sentimental stories. Mm. And the ones that come to mind right now are, I mean, it's so random, but it's like this brand of chocolate covered cherries that my mom sent me for Christmas. They're chucker cherries from Washington and they are so delicious, but more importantly, they 
they were this, there's, they've been this family tradition for us for years. And I didn't make it home for Christmas this year due to COVID. And those surprisingly showed up at my door and it was like, oh my gosh, Christmas isn't over. I can still celebrate. Like it was just a really beautiful, you know, tribute to our tradition. So it was, it was, it's stuff like that, that I go, oh, I love that. I love the story attached to it. I also talked about a chocolate company called Harlem Chocolate Factory. Hey, do you like chocolate, Tina? <laughs> love chocolate. Oh, I know yeah. I'm talking about, <laughs> I realized that like okay. most of the things we talk about like beauty products, but I'm like, no, the food is really where it's at. <laughs> Let's get um, real. <laughs> but there is, there's this company in Harlem, very close to where I live, the Harlem Chocolate Factory. And the story is this, this woman started this chocolate factory that she absolutely loved chocolate, loved making chocolate and the pandemic hit and it ruined her business. And she uh-huh. was going to have to close up shop. She was selling all of her things. She closed the doors, was on her, like getting rid of all of her last inventory when Oprah's people called her and said, we just heard about you and we want to feature you on Oprah's favorite things. Can you send us a sample? How did they hear about her? She had, I mean, she'd been around on Instagram. I don't know if it was in, in an article that she was featured in or so, because she was, I mean, her business was growing, but right. then COVID hit and she could not keep her, her doors open. And she said she, with her mom, went and found the last few products she had, found an old box from an old conference that they'd had where they were selling it. And she went to Staples. She said her and her mom were at Staples packing this box using a Sharpie to write like Oprah's address on this box. And she's like, there's just no way. She said, I spent my last pennies sending this box off to Oprah. Well, then a few weeks later, Oprah called and said, yeah, we want to feature you in Oprah's favorite things. And the business blew up. And she, her business is saved. She is just, her business is crazy busy. And now she's featured everywhere. And it's like, it's those kind of stories and those kinds of things that- That you're obsessed with. I'm obsessed with. Yeah, you're obsessed with that story. Now I'm obsessed with that story. Right? Yeah, so good. That's such a great story. What about you, Alex? It's so good. I love the fact that our jobs are always changing. We're doing different things every week. We're never kind of in the same situation over and over again. So we're always exposed to new recommendations and things and ideas. So I love that we get to say, oh, hey, like in an episode, I said, this makeup artist used this mascara on me on set and I got to test it for the 12 hour shoot day. And it was the best thing ever. No flakes. And then it came right off. And I love to take real life tried and true things and get to talk about those on the show. I'm also really passionate about clean beauty. So I love finding products that are clean and safe. And I'm really nerdy about looking into the ingredients about products. I love sharing those tidbits with people. And I love talking about what I'm reading and what I'm watching. I feel like my favorite books this year that I read, (gasps) Untamed, Before We Were Strangers, Meet Me in the Bathroom. Those things become a part of you. And I love getting on and sharing those things with people or just this, our favorite, one of our favorite shows this year was Mrs. America on FX. We talked about that a lot. I love just sharing what is making me happy and what's making a difference in my life. And I feel like Tina and I agree that it can be a really informative documentary. I mean, we talked about the 13th on our show Mm -hmm. that can add value to your life, but also a face mask can add value to your life because that can boost your mood and there's no judgment. And we mix the, we mix it all together and we feel like it all has value and it's all important if it's making you happy or you're learning something, whatever it is for you. And if you're passionate, if you and Tina are passionate about something, if you're talking about it, 
people are going to be interested in listening, even if they're not passionate about it. I believe if you're obsessed with something, people will want to listen to your, you know, you will naturally be, be storytelling. What, why, I hope you don't mind if I veer off a tiny bit. Why are you quote unquote obsessed? That's my word. I mean, I, you didn't say it. I'm saying it with clean beauty. Why am I? Um, in all honesty, because I have hypothyroidism and mm-hmm. I have estrogen dominance and both of those things I'm learning, there's just so little research on women's health. And so all you can really mm-hmm. do is do life is have these lifestyle changes and get rid of all the plastics in your products, the parabens, the phthalates, the fragrance, all of these things have an effect on your hormones and your mood and your metabolism and your endocrine system. So I, you cannot be perfect. I mean, for God's sake, it would be a full-time job to have be a hundred percent clean, but I like to take agency and do research and say, okay, what can be safe? What can I afford? Or what can I switch to maybe help my health? Like what can I control? And it's a learning process. And as I'm learning, I just love to share because it could help someone. Do you find for both of you, what's been, cause I know for me, since I started my podcast, the most rewarding thing for me has been when someone said, wow, that, that episode or that topic or that word or the perspective on that word really changed me or really made a difference. And I'm going to implement X, Y, and Z that that person said. I'm assuming since you know, you've know you been doing this now since April that you've ha- and you both have a wide network of friends and listeners, I'm, sh- I'm sure you've both had people mention things to you. What what if for both of you, what have people said to you has made a difference or have? Well, Tina, I haven't even told you this full story yet, but this has to do with Oh, great. Tina. It's coming on my so, show. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> so I, well, first of all, we have, I have a lot of single friends and Tina is dating right now and it's weird in COVID and it's hard, weird. but she's doing it. Girls and I'm weird. Yes. And I'm so proud of her. And all of my single friends are reaching out to me. Okay. What's happening with Tina? We can't wait to hear more about Tina. I think she's really inspiring them that she's doing it. It's not fun all the time. It's weird, but she's doing it. It's really inspiring them. And then yesterday I had a really good friend say, you guys, you talk about how you both are in, sometimes you talk about how you're in therapy and it just inspired me to start therapy. And that just made my day. It made my day. That makes my day. I'm in therapy too. And I've been in therapy for a long time and I'm not ashamed of it. So if somebody's going to therapy because you're talking about it, that's incredible. I'm obsessed with therapy. (laughs) I'm obsessed with their yes oh that just gave me goosebumps I am so that is my goal like that is seriously thank you for sharing like Fred you know and and that's the other thing about this podcast is like there is nothing off topic there is nothing off limits and there is no shame anywhere we want to completely eliminate shame around bodies about body images about mental health any sort of social stigma we want to completely eradicate that because that like we just we don't want that because we're both tall gals are you five eight alex i'm five nine apparently five nine. I'm i five thought nine. i was five eight and a half but I'm five oh nine. wow i'm five feet wow we're both five nine we both have curves we both have bodies that we love and that we use and we want to sort of erase the stigma around being a quote-unquote big girl Ugh. or you know, just the different things that people could say or not feel comfortable with. Alex has just really awesome projects around body positivity and really great posts about body positivity. We talk about that even before we had the podcast. We would talk about body positivity all the time and what it means as a woman to spread the good word about loving your body. It's not done enough. 
it's not done enough. I don't so think we there's enough of a movement. That. And you know what the fun thing is, is that we have all these similarities. Well, another similarity we have is that our mothers were makeup artists, but we have all these similarities in our careers and our interests, but also we are about the same height and about the same size. We're about a 10, 12, give or take. I mean, everyone's a different size pants and different stores, but we're about the same height and the same size. And there is, there's fear and a stigma about having a double digit pant size, no matter if it's a 10 or a 16. And because we are sure kind is. of going through it together, we get to talk about it. And I look at Tina and think, you look amazing. You know? know. So it's like interesting. I always look amazing. I can't say anything about Alex because I haven't met you. <laughs> I mean, we look amazing on, on camera. But I've seen Tina in person and she always looks stunning no matter what she's wearing. Well, and see, I'm always like referencing Alex going, okay, I open my closet and I go, what would Alex wear? What would <laughs> Alex do? I mean, I seriously have been doing so that for years. You're obsessed with Alex. I'm obsessed with Alex. <laughs> so it only makes sense that we get together every week and we just share, 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 share. Because <laughs> we both are bursting at the seams with things that we want to talk about to each other specifically. That's amazing. I love it. <laughs> I like, yeah. I'm now like obsessed with the two of you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what are some of the things for 2021 that you want to, I know for me, because mine is, again, it's still relatively new, like yours is relatively new. I wanted to get like edgier words to talk about. Although obsessed, I think obsessed is kind of an edgy word personally. Do you have any goals for this, mm -hmm. for 2021 that you'd like to achieve on the podcast? Yeah. Definitely more interviews. We just recorded our first interview this week. It was so incredible. We that have some fun. really interesting ideas for more interviews. So we're really excited about that. That's definitely a goal. Yeah. And then just to keep growing our followers and growing our mm -hmm. listeners to reach more people, to reach more brands and just spread more joy. That's what our biggest goal is. We've got some fun things coming down the chute, coming up. Like we're going to be having merch here pretty soon. Uh, um, some like special edition episodes. So we're, we're just really excited. We've got some big things on the horizon. What amount of it comes from the production, like the producer side? Like how much of this is like a group sort of like discussion or is it you and Alex making the main decisions? We, we pretty much have full creative control. We kind of awesome. say, this is our vision. This is what we want to do. And they are so supportive with the technical aspect, with the editing, with actually hosting it with those things. So it's a, it's a great relationship. I feel mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. Oh my gosh. So, okay. So we already talked about the, you want to make people happy. Who is your ideal guest to have on the show? If you could choose one guest to talk about the word obsessed with the best, who would you? I mean, is this like dream, like no rules? Like this Yes, is this is best? dream, no rules. Like fuck I, the rules. Okay, I want to know. I think I know what Alex is. I think I know who Alex is. And I want Alex to guess mine. Because I'm pretty sure oh, I know who, like yours, yours is Meghan Markle. Exactly. And what's mine? Oh my God. I love Meghan Markle. I am so with you, Tina. Let's like team up and try to get her on your show, oh my or my show or both of our shows. That would be my dream. Let's do a joint <laughs> like podcast interview with her. Oh Alex's. Okay. Alex's. I have two guesses. My first one's Gloria Steinem. Yeah. It's like, I have these, I have a few. It's like Gloria Steinem, definitely number one. Molly Sims. Gwyneth Paltrow. It's just. I mean, God, we yeah. could really come up with a list, a dream oh, list. We could, we could. And I love how it's all women. I love how oh, your yeah. dream lists are women. And we do really like to focus on women-owned business. Like if mm -hmm. it's a if it's a female-owned business, we we cannot even handle the excitement that comes with that. 
we really want to focus on female-owned businesses, BIPOC-owned businesses. We want to really spread the good word on that. Like you were talking about the Harlem-based. Yeah, yeah. That's a, is that a BIPOC-owned business? Yeah, it's a Black-owned right. business, a female-owned business. I assume I mean, since Oprah reached out that it was... Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, right. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So is there anything else you'd want to share with me, share with my audience about any other... What are you... Okay, let's do this. What were, aside from the word obsessed, what right. words are you obsessed with? Someone brought up, brought this up, brought this to my attention that I say the word cozy all the time. Like this is the coziest mm. book, the coziest cocktail. Just get cozy in your sweater, in your two piece set, like whatever what is it is. Cocktail. <laughs> it's because I, I picture, it's because of what I'm picturing in my head, like curling up with it on the couch. It's a word I use often that I didn't realize I did. And now that it's been brought to my attention, I, I definitely do. <laughs> I, I kind think, of yeah, love that. I love cozy. And I just, it gives just like a really great picture of what you're talking about. I think my, my favorite word, I, cause I, and I'm thinking about like something I use all the time mm-hmm. is gal. I love gal. I've said gal, like gal and gals for years. I love referencing my gals. I, when we talk about us on the podcast, I refer to us as the gals or the girls, but I think it's just such a wonderful kind of retro, lovely way to say, because I, I don't know, growing up, I played volleyball and we were the lady Bronx. And so it was always like, come on, ladies, let's go ladies. And like, ladies always just felt really aggressive to me and not fun and feminine. And it always felt like it was really sterile because it had to do like the ladies room. It is, like, it is very old fashioned and sterile. You know, but I'm like a group of women, gals. Like it's kind of just like a fun, spunky, cool word. So I love gal. I was just about to say, because I wrote these words down and I'm looking at them thinking they're both, that sort of falls in line with the work you're doing on your podcast because they're both happy words. You say cozy, you think happy. Like if someone said, this is a really cozy cocktail, you need to try it. I would say, ooh. And if you said, all right, we have a gal's night out, I would say, Ooh, if you said ladies night out, I would think, is it just the single people? Like what (laughs) am I going to be like? like, Fun. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we aspire to be cozy gals. (laughs) Truly. That's the next one. That's all I want. The cozy gals Gals podcast. Thank you both so much. So where can people listen to your podcast? So our podcast, Obsessed with the Best with Alex and Tina, is available on Apple and Spotify. And you can follow us on Instagram and on TikTok at Obsessed with the Best Pod. Obsessed with the Best Pod. Okay, I'm going to write that in my show notes. So when people go to my webpage, it'll show up on the show notes. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you both so much for coming. This was so much fun. I am never going to think of the word obsessed in the same way. I love that. I love this idea for a podcast. And this is like so fun. I love talking about this. Well, and I love the fact that you obsessed with the best leaves it open to anything. And that's what we wanted to with our Thank you. Yes, exactly. That was exactly the goal to leave it open to grow, see where it takes us. And it's specific, but also broad. Yes, that's exactly what we wanted. Well, you accomplished it. Thank you both so much. Thank you so much for listening today. If there is a word or phrase you would love to have covered on the show, please don't hesitate to reach out. And remember, whatever you are thinking, feeling, or experiencing, there's always a word for that. See you next time.